welcome to the Profiles in Persistence show. I'm Dusty Rollins, founder and owner of Oxford Business Services. We help entrepreneurs and business owners maximize their profit and minimize their taxes. We believe there should be limits to how much the IRS can punish your success. Stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest on this great inspirational daily podcast. Let's go. All right, so today we have Laura McCann with adoratherapy.com. That's where you can reach her, guys. So if you want to dig a little deeper, make sure you listen to that site that I just told you, adoratherapy.com. So how are you doing, Ms. Laura? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So, uh, you know, you told me you're from North Carolina, correct? So, yeah, it was, I'm actually a 30-year New Yorker who moved to North Carolina about six years ago before everybody else figured out that you could live outside a big city and still have a career. Oh. <laughs> so I got here before all the COVID, you know, uh, people have left big cities, and, uh, and it's been great. All right. So you found a hidden gem. That's what you're telling me. Exactly. Understood. Exactly. Understood. Understood. So let's just jump right into it. How about you just tell me a little bit about your story? Like, how did Adora Therapy come to existence? Yeah, so I'm a serial entrepreneur. Adora Therapy is where I'm aligning my values and mission to help people remind themselves to adore themselves. That's the name Adora Therapy. And we do that by uh, manufacturing perfume that's made with essential oils that's breathable and healthy and has mood shifting benefits. And so I'm kind of, I call myself a life coach in a bottle. Before this particular business, I've been in fashion for 25 years, big business, making product for all the big, you know, retailers, more supply chain sourcing design, um, you know, trained as a fashion designer. But over the years of my career, I've been in fashion uh, fashion technology, consumer products, supply chain. So this is interesting. It's more of a lifestyle business. I kind of got to the point where I was ready to do the business that I thought would make me have more joy and align my family, my lifestyle, and my values in one place, which is a luxury and a privilege. Um, but it was time I put in the years and I, <laughs> I had to give it to myself. I understand. I understand. So like uh, going off of that fashion to Adora therapy, like how does that decision even get started? You know? Yeah. You know, so we're a beauty company because we're mm -hmm. perfume or body care or, you know, natural beauty. So we would be in that kind of channel or that kind of vertical. Um, it's not different, too different than the fashion industry, except of course, in fashion, you're always changing and every you know season you have new things and beauty, you can have things all the time too, but it's slower. It's more about finding really great products that resonate with the consumer so that they'll come back and keep buying from you. So it was relevant to my experience, which I always recommend, you know, to entrepreneurs is stay in a certain lane, but it wasn't something I'd done for 30 years. So I still could have a passion for it and still learn and still discover it. 
And so for me, this has been, uh, you know, about continuing to grow, which is something that I feel like, you know, is my, like, I want to grow. I want to learn. Oh, okay. So like what, what decided, what was that like altering decision that made you decide that you wanted to take that route? You know, I'd been working for 25 years. I did work mostly for myself. I started my first business when I was 28. So I was what I would consider today to be like a little bit of a business owner. It sort of happened. And I grew very fast and had a six right if you peak early then like what's your second or third you know version of yourself and so throughout the years it was harder to go get a job once I did that it's like you know nobody really wants to hire you because you're used to being the boss <laughs> you're used to being the CEO you're used to being a leader so I did have a few gigs I think I lasted maybe 18 months at each of them and I picked them because they helped me kind of move past something that I'd already done and kind of close that chapter. So Dora Therapy was really, uh, you know, I started out investing in another entrepreneur and helping her with her vision. And then over the few, few years that we worked together, I ended up staying with the company and she left. So it wasn't something I knew I was going to do. It was something I was doing for a while. And then it became something that I had to figure out. Um because I guess money was involved, but also because I just realized that if I didn't figure out these lessons at this point, then I'd keep repeating the things that I was figuring out along the way, right? So you kind of have to at some point say, wow, these are things I keep having to learn. Themes like how to be a partner, you know, how to take responsibility, how to figure out how to generate abundance when businesses require so much from you and you kind of feel like you're being beaten up by your business, you know, how to adore yourself no matter what, when it's good, when it's bad, when it's great, when it's horrible. And so those are the lessons that I've been teaching myself. And this business has been uh, like, if you're an artist, it's a rich, uh, you know, palette of colors. I get to play every day with, how to be a better me so I can have what I want in my life. <laughs> so I, I want to know, like, just from hearing what you're saying, where and what do you feel was like your biggest struggles just creating a door therapy? Because it just sounds like, yes, you've gotten maybe to the top of the hill or you're moving towards the top. But what where did that struggle come into play? Like, how did you figure out and even persevere through those tough times or what were they? Could you just give us a little yeah. more? Because I'm curious. Oh, gosh, yeah. I mean, I think it's such a great, that's such a great question. You know, we have beliefs. I be, We all have beliefs. And beliefs are also beliefs, right? So you have to be a little bit conscious that if you choose to have a belief, it's still a belief, right? It doesn't mean just because it's a better belief or one that serves you that it's not a belief. So that's sort of like the the landscape you're working in. Think of it kind of like you're, you're painting your life, right? So if I believe that I can have everything I want, abundance, money, success, family, all of it, balance, whatever, then that's a great place to start. But the way you start getting feedback, you're not getting, you know, 100%. You're finding that 
where you thought you were thinking those thoughts to manifest that you're not getting that back. So you're like, what happened? Why did that happen? Start to build the armor. You start building why it's so hard. You go, you know, where do I find those answers? Most of the time, it's either your consciousness that you made up a new belief. And other times it's very subconscious. You have no idea. It might come from how you were raised or your family of origin, something that happened to you when you were three. So I think there's this opportunity when you're in the consciousness game, which is where I like to play as an entrepreneur and as a human to really do the work, the heavy lifting of figuring out how you work. And so for me, the themes have been, I'm not enough. Like, am I good enough? Am I worthy enough? Can I be loved? If I don't do this and I'm not productive, will I still be loved? Like we all have a version of that, right? So that's, that's the one that I've had to, to deal with. There's this concept like entrepreneurs, entrepreneurial wounds, right? That entrepreneurs are wounded and we are entrepreneurs and choose to do that because we're healing these wounds. For me, I have a wound around the the family, the father. My father wasn't around when I was growing up. So I've had to figure all this out. And, you know, when I see that I'm not getting what I, what I want and I say, I want it, I do the digging, what is going on? And that's like how I, I kind of work at this. And so you know, when you have great success, you usually don't ask yourself why you think I'm great. And if you have great failure, you say, why, why? <laughs> so, so I guess I've given myself enough whys. And it, and with the door therapy, the why has been around um, relationships. So I had a challenge with my initial partners. So there were wounds there that I had to heal. And then money, you know, when you're building a business, you need capital. And if you bring in other people's money, they kind of own you. And so I've been going it alone and it's expensive and it's hard and it's drained me and it's not loved me back all the time. So I've had to be really persistent and consistent with keep going, even though it doesn't feel great until you can get to the other side of it. So, wow. Sorry, that was long. No, but. <laughs> no, it's fine. That's, that's perfectly why we're here is to find out more about you and your yeah. business. So that that definitely sums it up. It sounds like you have a wonderful relationship going on with you and your business. So I hope it just keeps manifesting that for you. So that kind of like makes me want to know what what's next. Is there more like what are your future plans with the door therapy? Like, where are we going with this? How big are we? Getting? Yeah. You know, so I was talking to you about beliefs. So one of the things that, you know, being in the the realm I was in where in 2000, I started a, a tech company for the first time. So that's now 20 years ago. But, you know, kind of being early in the tech space and then seeing what technology can do for a business has been a really great advantage for me. A lot of other people didn't really catch on to that until 10 years later. So I also, though, learned a lot of things about how to build a business on the back of investment and build a business that's, you know, the kind of business that can grow and get venture capital or angel investment. So when I first was building this business, that was my approach. And I treated myself like the angel investor in my business. I've completely pivoted from that. You know, part of it was um, COVID. Part of it was also realizing that ultimately, a profitable, smaller business that's built on, you know, the, the grow a little, add a little metrics instead of go get a bunch of money, grow fast is actually, I think, a better business. And so I am the opposite of a lot of people right now who are looking at like scaling and scaling and scaling 
I'm looking at things that are the fundamentals of profitability. How can I get what my next thing is, but I can't get it until I get to here. And so I'm back to doing that, which is very different. And it's not as cool and fancy, you know, and like high shine, right? Bling. But it's definitely more aligned with my values, which are that I want to be in a more balanced relationship with my my work life and my, you know, and also with the scale of what I'm building because I built something big and it takes so much energy. And I just don't want to put the energy like that into this. And and to me, it needs to feel good in my body. And um, that's what I'm working toward. So I have a store and I have a website. And I'm going to see if the store can grow, if the website can grow. And if it does, then maybe that looks like a little more space because the store is pretty small and I have an idea of a bigger store. And so we'll see what manifests. Check in with me in six months. (laughs) We definitely will. We got to make sure that we keep up with you. So yeah, buy some stuff so I can go get a bigger store. (laughs) Hey, You guys heard that. Buy some stuff. Adore therapy. Okay. (laughs) So, um, uh, One of the last questions I want to ask you, because I just got to throw it out there. I'm a little curious is like, I want to know the biggest challenge because it it just sounds like you have so much that you're doing and just being able to organize it and take care of it and being able to have your own personal life and being able to do as you please and do what the business needs to grow. What is like in your own words, the biggest challenge that you have had to overcome to make all the pieces fit together? Yeah, that's so great. Um, I think we're vessels, right? So we, we, we have a business where we do aura readings. Have you ever seen an aura photo? So an aura photo shows your energy and it shows it with color. So you kind of look like you have all these colors around you. So I have um, the ability to almost any day of the week go and put my hand on this sensor and I can see my aura, how it's doing. And I can also see my chakras which are the energy in our body, right? Like that. So I actually, any day of the week, which is cool, can see like which chakras are high and which ones are low. And then I can say like, how's this day going? How does it feel? So I have this data and I love data because I'm a kind of a, a geek around data, but I'm also a very creative person. So I use this to sort of say, all right, how does it, how does it work? Um, you know, my aura we did it the other day. We checked with like a divining rod. And I think my aura is probably like three feet out from me. Wow. So my, big person. But I, you know, yeah. So, so when you, but you know, it doesn't mean that I'm bitter. It just means that it's a lot of energy. So mm. the, the job for me, and I can say to anybody listening is just figure out how much space is there. And then when you fill yourself, fill it with the things that are going to not make it shrink back. You know, the job is to keep vibrating bigger, bigger consciousness, bigger, you know, BHAGs, right? Big hairy ass goals, right? Like bigger and if, but bigger doesn't always mean balance. So what happens is if you add too much, you shrink and then you have to figure out how to go back out. So that's what I've been doing. I'm kind of like, how do I just stay big enough to hold it all and not have it become too much? So that's my, that's my goal. <laughs> I like it. I like it. So it just sounds like, you know, how do we find that continual growth within ourselves, which will then externally make sure everything else kind of grows in a nutshell? Yeah. 
Yeah. And then like realize, that. you know, you're the one who's going to knock yourself down, right? You can be a victim and say, they did it to me or that happened. But truth is, it's all you, it's all me. So I now can work on that. And I can say, well, when that thing happened that I didn't like, what was going on? And many times I can see that it wasn't aligned with my soul mission or my consciousness or my real goals. And, you know, the, if you believe in, in the universe, you have whatever it is, faith, you know, karma, whatever, it talks to you, you know, it tells you how you're doing. If you're, you know, what you see is what you get. Actions speak louder than words. What are you pretending not to know? And if you ask those three questions, you literally will know, you'll get the answer. I don't need a horoscope. (laughs) I can tell you how my day is going. (laughs) Uh, Well, I think you, uh, you provided us with some great insight and that is a very, very, very deep. And I love that aspect of it because when you hit uh, saying chakra, I'm kind of an anime nerd. So kind of went to one of those animes I watched, Naruto, understanding internally chakra, you know, and it's a big thing. It transfers over. So that that definitely hit home for me. And I'm pretty sure that it might help out and hit home for a lot of people. And I just want to make sure that we appreciate your time. Please make sure that you guys tune in to Miss Laura McCann's website, adoratherapy.com. And we appreciate having you today. Thank you. So glad we got to have this chat today. Dusty Rollins here. Thank you so much for listening to Profiles in Persistence. If you're a successful business owner or entrepreneur who would like to be on this program, please visit thetaxcure.com slash podcast slash apply and if you got something out of this interview would you share this episode on social media just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials if you know someone that would be a great guest tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag profiles in persistence i love seeing your post and your guest suggestions we're regularly putting out new episodes and content So make sure you don't miss any episodes and go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, www.thetaxcure.com, or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time.